Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, June 5th. Of course, we're talking about the Lightning's big game today, 4 o'clock, where we try to take a three-game to one lead in the series. We're going to break down the the first couple games as well as talk about the Rays, one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. The number here, if you want to check in, is 877-448-7901. Or you can email the show either at sports at power at 901.com or go to the jimmybsports.com and do it that way. We'll be right back to get the show going. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show power 90.1 welcome back to the show guys if you like playoff hockey i'll tell you this year hasn't disappointed you so far talking about the lightning so far in the second round each game was decided by one goal the first game was two to one in our favor second game was also two to one in our favor and last night we came up on the uh, short end of the stick with a three to two loss on a power play goal by Jordan Stahl with 5.57 uh, time in overtime to give the uh, Hurricanes a victory, which puts them at one victory in the series to R2, with um, Game 4 being played today at 4 o'clock. So uh, they scored They scored on a power play. Kucherov was serving a penalty for holding the stick, um, and that allowed, obviously... Um, the Canes to have the power play and win the game in overtime. So uh, you can complain about the call. It's obviously not going to do much good after the game. If you listen to the players as well as uh, Coach Cooper, they just took it for what it's worth. They said all the right things and just going to move on to today's game. So you can break the game down. And again, if you look at the first three games, like we said, all been decided by one goal. And the game last, uh, this past Thursday night, where uh, we lost, I think that if you look at the game that we played, even though we lost, I think it was the best game that we played so far out of the three. Uh, And that's, we won the first two, but I thought that we were outplayed by Carolina in the first two games, believe it or not, and we're able to win. And then conversely, Thursday night, I believe that we outplayed the Canes and they ended up winning. So it's a strange game. Obviously, when you get to playoff hockey, anything can happen. And all the games have been extremely entertaining to watch. And no matter what side of the um, ice you're on, whoever your team may be, it's it's a knuckle-dragging, nail-biting type of scenario the whole way through. So again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. You can email 
sports at power901.com or just go to the website jimmybsports.com and do it that way. If you look at the game, the way it the way it started off, the team that scores first typically wins. That's the way it is within the playoffs. Uh, it has been for a while, and I believe that's like a 70% um, fact that the team that scores first wins. So last, so uh, Carolina scored first in game three, and they won that game. We scored first in games one and two, and we won those two games. So hopefully in this afternoon's game, we're able to score first, score often, uh, score last, and win the game by more than uh, one goal. I don't think it's going to end up that way, although it would be nice. I look for another tight game. Uh, Carolina, they started goaltender Peter Mrazek instead of uh, Nijeljevic, uh, which was a little bit of a surprise, but that's what Coach Brindamore did. He opted to change, and um, Mrazek stopped 35 shots. He played very well. I don't think anyone really expected him to play that well. It's been a while I know he had a thumb injury, but he really played well, and it was a you know defensive battle all the way through. Uh, if you look at um, what happened during the game, uh, Carolina scored, like I said, in the first um, in the second period, a Hull scored, so that gave them the lead, and they were up two nothing. We came back, tied it up, and um, you know. What happened after that was the overtime goal. Breaking down the game, we I think it was the best game that we have played in the playoffs so far to date. Getting the, everyone back in the first round against the Panthers was obviously a, a plus to see. But I think as it takes time for you know Kucherov and Stamkos and and Point to get used to you know playing together again on the line and uh, it was good to see Hedman there now uh, holding up the defense doing what he does best Vasilevsky doing everything he can to um, stop goals and he's played tremendously throughout the whole uh, year and the playoffs he is the best goalie at this time you know anywhere on this planet. So we're definitely fortunate to have him between the pipes. Not much different um, strategy that we need to have for today's game. Go out and do the same thing we did. Uh, I think sometimes you get a little frustrated when it's a five on five and the other team scores because we feel that with our defense, we should be able to pretty much uh, hold them down, lock them up, and not be able uh, to let them score, especially when you have uh, Vasilevsky in the net. So, and when it comes down to a power play for us, obviously there isn't any team that's having more success on the power play right now than we are. So if we get into the situation where the other team uh, allows us a power play more times than not, we're going to go out there and uh, take advantage of it. So look forward to another uh, good game today. It should be a, a tight, tight game again. Although uh, one of these games is going to be more than a uh, one goal game, I believe. And it just might be this one today. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, the game. What did you think as far as, uh, the players, I know that we had um, a point score uh, as well as Killorn. 
two two great uh, goals there. Obviously, we could have used one more. Didn't get that way, but you know, today is another day. So, uh, overall, you have to be happy with the way the team has been playing. Uh, I, like I said, they've been getting better, in my opinion, anyway, each game that we play. So as we head into game four today, uh, I like our chances. I think that um, more of the same will get us another victory today. It was great to see the fans there, uh, 13,000. Uh, and I believe that they're going to open it up to even more uh, should we get or when we get to the next round. They're going to open it up, I believe, to the full capacity. Uh, when they have the uh, away games, they are going to open it up, I believe, full capacity so that you can have the, um, uh, the, the, the Lightning Watch game in there. And that would be great to see as an experiment how that goes. But they should really just open it all up, let the fans go in there, and it makes a huge difference for the players uh, when they feel that enthusiasm and um, you know, energy going throughout Amelie. So again, love to hear your thoughts. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're listening to The Jimmy B Show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Finishing up our hockey conversation. Um, you know, as you know, last year we had the Stanley Cup being played in the uh, bubble with the playoffs. But this year we're back to a more traditional setup for the postseason. Just to uh, bring everyone up to date with the way it's going to be after uh, the first two rounds. The first two rounds are going to be intra-divisional play, and then the four cup semifinalists will be re-bracketed based on regular season record. And they'll have the number one team facing number four and number two taking on number three. So that's going to be the breakdown for the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Just um, so that you know, in the East Division, we had the Bruins taking on the Islanders right now. Uh, that series is a great series. It's two games to one. The Bruins have the lead in that one with a 2-1 victory on uh, Thursday night. That was an overtime. Actually, the first... Um, a second and third game in that series both went to overtime. So that's been a, a nip and tuck battle all the way through. They're also playing, uh, they're playing tonight uh, at seven o'clock. So that, that should be a really good game to watch as well. Um, I think the last two, t last time these teams met, the playoffs was 1983 uh, with the Islanders winning the Stanley Cup, I think, that year. So See what happens. Those two teams, a lot of history. 
It should be a great series as well. Of course, we're in the Central Division. We already talked about us. Then we have the West Division, which um, number one, Colorado Avalanche are playing the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, by all by all stretches right now, I'll tell you what, um, the Avalanche look really, really tough. Uh, they're up right now two games to zero over the Golden Knights. Uh, the second game was a 3-2 victory for Colorado in overtime. And we'll see what happens in, in, in that series. I really think that these two teams are probably the two best teams uh, in the West right now. And it should, I think, tighten up a little bit. And hopefully that goes uh, long series as well so that when you know, the Rays do get to the finals, these teams are just as tired, playoff weary as uh, we are. And then in the North Division, you have Winnipeg playing Montreal. Montreal came back from a 3-1 deficit against Toronto and won their series in the first round. And, um, you know, they're playing Winnipeg right now. And the Canadians actually won the first game 5-3. And uh, they're playing two games this weekend. So we'll see what happens um, in that one. So, um, again, that's the wrap-up for the hockey. Let me know about your team. Let me know if they're still playing or, you know, was your team possibly... Um, out of it, whether the Penguins maybe, who knows, but either way, a great time of year if you like watching the game on the ice and um, especially living here in Tampa, we have a lot to uh, look forward to in the next several games and hopefully we can move on and continue our um, fantastic run that we've had for the last couple of years. Again, 877-448-7901, or you can email me, sports at power901.com. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit, talk about some baseball, talk about the Rays. Uh, is, is there a harder team in baseball right now than the Rays? Uh, no, the answer is no to that question. Is there a team going into the weekend that has more wins than the Rays? Uh, that would also be no. 36 wins against 22 losses going into this weekend series against the Rangers. Uh, look for another tough series. The Rangers always seem to uh, uh, play us tough and sometimes get the best of us in a series. But uh, we're coming off a, uh, no, a, a nice series against the Yankees. Anytime that you, know, you go up there to um, New York, and you're able to win um, a couple games up there like we did, it's a plus. So I know that uh, Cole pitched the other day, and we were able to beat him. Uh, it's always fun when you see the Yankees uh, arguing with the umpire about calls, uh, arguing about uh, you know the, the different players on the field, arguing about the strike zone, are they squeezing the pitchers? So no, you have a whole bunch of, um, whole bunch of dynamics going on. Over the last several years, though, we have definitely um, had the Yankees number, as you know. I don't want to, I don't want to um, jinx anybody by saying anything different, especially the uh, the Rays right now. But if you look over the last several years, we've been able to go up there and really play them well. You know, we won the first game that we played in this series, 3-1. to one. We lost two of them in between, 5-3 uh, to three and 4-3. to three. And then uh, Thursday night, we won 9-2. So uh, as of right now, we are in first place in that division in the, in the American League East. I think that if you look at 
the way that everything is uh, shaken out so far, the um, the Rays, they're starting to come along a little more from a hitting standpoint. If you look what they did in the month of May, obviously it was a complete turnaround. And, um, you know, we're definitely on a roll as far as that going. The, the, the bats are going. Uh, we're getting more and more production from some of the players that we thought we should have. Um, you know, playing, I'll tell you what, it's a little bit amazing to me that we're 15 and 13 at home in the TROP. And then when we're on the road, our record jumps to 21 and 9. 21 and 9 on the road and uh, 15 13 at home. So maybe the team likes uh, traveling a little bit. Maybe they like playing outside of the trop. Anyway, I got a chance to go to the uh, uh, Phillies game over the long weekend. Saw a good game. The, the race came out ahead, 5-3 to three in that one on uh, Saturday, I believe it was. So it was always good to see. I'll tell you, if you look, if you look at the race right now, our starting pitchers, when we go out there, whether you're throwing Yarbrough, who had a great game against the Yankees, if you go out there, or if you're, um, of course, when you have a starting pitcher by the name of Glass now, you know, what he's doing this year so far is, is really uh, top-notch stuff. You expect him to win every game when he goes out there. I mean, he's, he started 12 games, got a 4-2 and two record right now. Um, Yarbrough also, uh, three wins. Rich Hill, uh, how old is he now? Mid-30s, 4-2. Fleming's doing well out there on the mound. Kittredge, um, he's 5-1 and one out there. So we have, not to mention, um, just the quality of outings that these pitchers are having. I know I, I, know I mentioned um, some of the stats, but Glass now has got 2.69 ERA out there as a starting pitcher. I mean, ha, that, that's awesome. Uh, strikeouts, 106 strikeouts. Oh, Castillo coming out of the bullpen. Obviously, he's, you know, he's been maligned a little bit over the last couple of years on some situations, but he's out there. He's pitching well. Ryan Thompson, uh, seven holds so far. So, I'll tell you what, the whole team, if you look at the pitching staff, they're really uh, outstanding so far. If you want to give them a, uh, a grade so far, definitely a B plus going in here to um, the rest of the season till the halfway point. Uh, as far as some of the um, leaders on the offensive side of the plate, they're starting to come into their own a little bit. It's nice to see medals out there. Having some key hits. Of course, Wendell had that great um, start right now. You have Rosarina. Oh, he's batting 254 right now. Um, Margot coming along. Brandon Lau. And of course, G Man Choi. Not many people have had a better outing in the last month than he has since he's gotten back. So if you look overall on both sides, the offensive and defensive side, we're really playing great baseball right now. I hope uh, us as fans can really appreciate the quality of play that we're seeing from these guys out there on a day-in, day-out um, scenario. Keep in mind that baseball, like the other sports, it's a game of streaks. So we did have some great 
uh, a month of baseball. Obviously, there's going to be a, um, a little bit of a uh, downtime at some point during the season. Not quite sure when that might be. Hopefully, when it does happen, because it happens to everyone, it's not going to be long. It's going to be something quick, and we can just recover from it. So, again, your thoughts on the Rays, 877-448-7901. Let me know who you think should be playing more for the Rays, who you'd like to see maybe a little bit less of. And, uh, you know, comment there on the production that we have from our catchers because let me tell you something Mejia and um, Zanino behind the plate I tell you I can't remember a time we've had more production from a uh, couple of raised catchers than we're having right now so again check in let me know what you think and we'll be right back to keep the show going you're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show you are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1 The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the gymnasium. You are listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I want to take an email right now. This week's email comes from Barbara Richardson. She says, Jim, do you think the minor penalties given to the Panther players were justified in this series against the Lightning. Appears they were cheap shots and could have hurt the Lightning players for no reason. What do you think should be given out as a penalty for those cheap shots that are so unnecessary? By the way, as always, great show from a Bruins fan, but love the Lightning. Thanks for the email, Barb. I know you're a big Boston fan, Red Sox, Lightning, Patriots. So I really hope that you guys are able to finish off the Islanders up there and we can see you guys in the playoffs make for a very fun series. Um, as far as the question goes, that's a great question and there's not really a good answer for that. Uh, as, as you know, there are minor penalties where uh, two minutes players back on the ice if the opposing team scores in some situations there's a uh, five-minute penalty if it's a major uh, penalty shots in extreme situations you can be ejected from the game for the most part the players take care of themselves they police the teams police each other maybe later on in the game Perhaps you'll see some retaliation or some retribution the next game. But for the most part, um, there are some areas out there, you know, your knees are exposed, even with all the padding that the hockey players have. So it's a frustrating game. It's a very physical game. And a lot of times you see the players take out their frustrations in a way that is uh, a little bit... Uh, unsportsmanshiply, if you want to say it that way. So uh, I think that there's not much you can do. The one thing that I would suggest is that in the playoffs, there is a little more of a penalty. For example, if you get into a situation where it's a, a, a boarding call, which is usually a minor, but if it's you know with intent to injure, 
uh, if it's a sparing call, which is sometimes a major, I think that it's up to the discretion of, of the referee that they could possibly call a penalty shot in the situation that uh, there's unnecessary uh, roughing in a, in a uh, situation like that. So um, having a penalty shot, I think, would deter some of the uh, shenanigans that goes on. You don't want to see anyone hurt, no matter uh, what team you're rooting for. So I think that if you gave the uh, opposing team a uh, free shot, I think that might deter some of the um, nonsense that goes on with some cheap shots, especially later in the game. And of course, with that, I think the players should be suspended for the next game. Uh, no matter what. So thank you again for the question. You know, talking more about the playoffs, you know, we have the NBA playoffs going on right now. And, um, you know, we talk about sportsmanship uh, regarding, you know, hockey and across all of sports. Tying that into the NBA, did anyone have a chance to watch the Lakers game? Lakers uh, were playing Phoenix in game six in Los Angeles on Thursday night. The um, Lakers were eliminated from the playoffs with a fantastic game by Devin Booker. He's really coming into his own for Phoenix. And LeBron, uh, I guess, you know, his, his ankle has been off and on for the last several weeks. Uh, he did, you know, say he wasn't 100%. He played um, Anthony Davis, another story. Uh, he's He's been hurt you know, most of the season. And I think he really needs to up his off-season regimen as far as working out. And, um, you know, whether it's his diet, whether it's hitting the weight room, something needs to go on because he's really hurting his teammates out there by not being able to play. Basically, it's game six. The only reason he went out there at all is because of all the negative attention that he was getting going into the game for not being ready to play. And he went out there. He lasted five minutes. Really, he should have been pulled in the first minute. You could tell he wasn't uh, able to go out there with the, the lower body injury that he had. And as a result of everything, the uh, Lakers got beat. Uh, they lost Game six, lost the series, four games to two. First time in LeBron's um, career that he went out in the first round. And as we're talking about sportsmanship, it, it's to me, you go out in the first round, you go out in the first round. Uh, he wasn't totally healthy. Obviously, you know, Anthony Davis wasn't uh, healthy to be able to play. Would they have been able to win with those two players fully healthy? Uh yeah, I think they would have. I think they would have won probably in seven games, maybe six. The fact is they didn't, and you lost. And when you play a game, LeBron's been around for 18 seasons. He's had a great career. You can't take that away from him. Uh, I, I do uh, have some you know, points of contention with some of LeBron's uh, antics on the court where he does a lot of flopping and hoping to get some calls, arguing with the refs. Um, that's his game. That's what he's done. And, you know, he, he's had success, you know, four world championships. Um, and he's done a lot of good things on the court. You can't take that away from him. However, you know, when the game is over, whether you win, whether you lose, especially when it's the last game of the series, Go out there and congratulate the other team. You know, show some sportsmanship. You know, show a little bit 
Um, uh, show some maturity. Again, you've been playing the game for 18 years. You've beat a lot of teams. Um, you know, I can't count how many playoff games you won. You've gone out there. You've had success. When you're on the other side of the coin, you know, be professional. All right, go out there. You're the only one on the team that didn't congratulate the other players on Phoenix after the game, and that includes your so-called good friend Chris Paul. So, you know, and people will say, well, Tom Brady did the same thing when he didn't go out to the field, when Drew Brees was down here or whatever it might have been or um, someone else in the field. You know what? I'm not giving Brady a pass either. When the game's over, yeah, okay, maybe you're thinking about the next game. Maybe you're thinking about something else. But you know what? Then you need someone to remind you, hey. Go over there and say good game to that guy and move on. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah, you definitely want to win the game. That's what we play for. And, um, you know, you want to go out there and be able to do the best you can do. And when it's over, if you win, great. If you don't win, you know, there's always the next game. So you go out there and you congratulate the other team. So, um, and that all ties into the sportsmanship. That's what I think it's all about. When you look at the NHL, when the series is over, those guys, they'll go out there, whether it's cheap shots during the series, whether they go out there, whether they drop the gloves, whether they knock people's teeth out, whatever it might be. When that series is over, the two teams line up at center ice, handshake all the way through the players, the coaches. To me, that is the classiest, classiest thing in all of sports, and I respect those players um, more than you know, I can even explain in, in words. So I don't expect the other sports to do that, but I do expect some type of uh, sportsmanship, whatever it may be, a simple, you know, great job, uh, what, uh, no, a quick high five, elbow bump, fist bump, uh, hug, whatever it might be, but do something and, um, you know, show, show that it's not just about the scoreboard when the game is over. During the game, it's about the scoreboard. When it's over, it's over. Go out there and be a man and, uh, you know, win, lose, or, or other. So that's my take on that. The playoffs, you have the Bucks playing Brooklyn in the East. I think that's going to be some of the best basketball the rest of the playoffs. I think those two teams um, are very much similar. Everyone's saying how good Brooklyn is. Uh, they haven't won anything yet, so they might. They might be able to win. Someone's going to be uh, winning the championship different this year. It won't be the Lakers, obviously. So it might be them with you know, Harden, Durant, Irving. It might not. Uh, the Bucs are going to give them a great series, I believe. Uh, I think that when you get everything done in the East, don't forget you have Philly there. They would have been a great sleeper, unfortunately. Embiid uh, had an MRI. He has a slight tear in his knee. Not sure what it's going to bring the rest of the playoffs. With him not being 100%, I don't see them beating either of the two teams unless he's able to uh, go out there and, and have a recovery and play. Uh, however, they should be able to uh, go out there and take care of Atlanta. See what happens with that series. Of course, you have Luka Doncic and Dallas Mavericks in uh, the other one taking on the other Los Angeles team, the Clippers. That'll be this weekend. There's um, possibly one or two more games left, depending. Doncic is uh, really, he's just a big man out there, and he he really makes you play defense on him. I think he's going to be a superstar. He's 21, 22 years old. He'll be around for the next 10 years. Uh, hopefully the injuries don't 
you know, catch up with him, but he's fun to watch. He can really shoot. And if the Clippers lose this series, then they may have to uh, dismantle their team. And you may see players uh, going in some different directions. So uh, keep an eye on that game. It's going to be a great weekend to see um, some um, of the basketball games. And of course we have, that we talked about before the hockey going on. Unfortunately, guys, that's all the time we have. It always goes by too quick. I think that um, next week we'll talk more about the Rays and uh, break down the first half of the season and how it's looking so far for them. Hopefully they can have a good weekend against the Rangers. So as always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show. You've been listening to Power 90.1.